Welcome to CPAC Today in Politics. Coming up, Justin Trudeau and the Liberals win a minority government. I have heard you, my friends. You are sending our Liberal team back to work, back to Ottawa with a clear mandate. We will make life more affordable. We will continue to fight climate change. We will get guns off our streets and we will keep investing in Canadians. Andrew Scheer says the Conservative Party's work is still not done. Our story is just beginning, but let's remember this feeling. Coming close, but falling just short. And let's use it as fuel to redouble our efforts. Because our work is not over, Canadians are counting on us. And Jagmeet Singh promises to keep the NDP message positive. We are going to make sure that the energy that we built over this campaign, the excitement that we built, and the focus that we put on people, on people's struggles, continues and so that we can play a constructive and positive role in the new parliament the Canadians have chosen. It's Tuesday, October 22nd. I'm Mark Sutcliffe. Let's get right to last night's election results this morning. Joining us is Susan Delacourt, the Ottawa Bureau Chief of the Toronto Star. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Mark. Happy day after election day. (laughs) Same to you. What do you think this outcome means? Uh, is this humbling for Justin Trudeau? And, and what kind of dynamics will, will there be in this parliament moving forward? Uh, I don't think there will be all the, the, uh, the, the consternation and concern that might have accompanied a slimmer major, minority situation. So uh, the fact that it's a fairly strong minority with around 156 seats, uh, does that give Justin Trudeau some license moving forward? I would be, if I were him, I would be very careful about going forward. I think this was an evening that um, was humbling to all of them. And I I think it it presents a very um, difficult picture of the Federation. What I wrote for today was that that. This being a minority prime minister is going to be a different skill set for Justin Trudeau that we we haven't seen him exhibit yet. He's um, his skills, you know, as a celebrity PM um, uh, it, were were more suited to a majority, and so he's going to have to quickly learn how to manage not only dealing with his opponents uh, in some serious way, sitting down and talking to them, but also his caucus. And he's got uh, 157, 156 MPs um, who are all going to believe that they got here not on his coattails, but on on the strength of their own campaigns. This was very much an election fought region to region, doorstep to doorstep, and it's uh, the result is the fractured parliament that we see now. It's a strong, gish minority, but it's still a minority. And Justin Trudeau cannot feel free to push through whatever he feels like pushing through. Yeah, I think that's a great point because uh, Justin Trudeau, it was Team Trudeau uh, until this election, wasn't it? And now it's much more the Liberal Party. And I'm sure that, uh, that, that Trudeau's currency within his own party has diminished as much as it has uh, outside the party in the eyes of Canadians and in terms of his power within Parliament, right? Very much so. And I, I went door-to-door with a few candidates and talked to, to many over the course of the campaign. And they really felt that that they were going to door-to-door and 
having to make the case for Trudeau. It certainly wasn't that um, that people were electing them because of their leader, but despite him in some cases. So it, uh, it that that's going to make for a, a tricky caucus discipline too. You can't just it's it's very easy to run a caucus and uh, and a government when everybody feels like they owe their job to you. That is not the case in in this new parliament for him. What do you think happened in this election campaign to produce this result? There were people predicting that it would be closer than this in terms of the seat count. I know it was very close on the popular vote, and we can talk about that in a moment. But uh, why why was there uh, kind of a drifting back to the Liberals towards the end of the campaign? Well, I think that, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, negative kind of worked. I do believe the Ford factor was real in Ontario. Um, what conservatives told me was that uh, even within conservative quarters, there was some um, some serious worry about uh, the social conservatism of Sheer that that those attacks had landed. And of course, there's the Bloc Québécois. Um, I, I do think that ever since the debates and the rise of uh, of the Bloc in Quebec, that the people outside Quebec started to feel more seriously about holding off or, or giving somebody at least a mandate. But we, we now have a, a strong Bloc Québécois in Parliament, stronger than it's been in years, and we also have... Um, uh, a real sense, I'm just reading social media this morning, a real sense from Alberta and the West that uh, that they've got a government that doesn't represent them, so we've got a rise in Western alienation. And Trudeau, like his father before him, has national unity to worry about uh, this morning. So you think that's very real, that uh, that there is a sense in, in, in Western Canada that this is, uh, this is not their government, effectively? Very much so. And I, I think the stunning loss of Ralph Goodale last night. Ralph Goodale has survived so many, um, you know, uh, liberal elections. And here he is. He, he's gone. If anybody, you know, the, the famous thing that was said about Ralph Goodale was that he was the adult at the table. And uh, there, there was sort of a sense of stunned surprise last night that Ralph Goodale is gone. That tells you that something is not quite right out there in the West. We, we should put in the same thing, the loss of Lisa Raitt sure. for the Conservatives. That was, it's again, a huge loss to Parliament. Yeah, Ralph Goodale lost in Regina, Wascana, and uh, the Conservatives took that seat. Adam Vancouverton, the Canadian Olympian, beat Lisa Raitt in Milton. Uh, so he, <laughs> he will be representing the Liberals uh, in that riding uh, in Parliament. And... Um, and Lisa Raitt, the former Conservative cabinet minister and uh, and uh, and leadership candidate, uh, is no longer going to be an MP. Uh, we should point out as well that uh, Maxime Bernier lost his seat, so the People's Party of Canada will not be represented. Um, but for Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives, what does this outcome mean? Uh, I know a lot of people were, uh, if they concluded that Andrew Scheer wasn't going to win this election or form a government afterwards, they were thinking about what is the threshold for him to keep his job. And I suspect that uh, where the Conservatives finished is probably right around that threshold. It's right on the cusp, isn't it? Oh, we're gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of conversations about that in coming days. 
certainly Andrew Scheer in his speech believed that he had kept his job. Uh, he can point to the fact that he still he managed to uh, get more of the popular vote, uh, 34.4%, I believe, is last count, compared to 33% than uh, the Liberals. So, and the, his whole speech was organized around the idea of, okay, let's get tonight over with, and then let's take them down. So he clearly thinks that he's um, he's around uh, and he's going to stay in his job, and his big job is to take Justin Trudeau down uh, in a way that he couldn't do last night. He raised the comparison, interestingly, to 2004. Right. He said this was an election like 2004, that, that while they didn't succeed in defeating that, defeating Paul Martin that time, they eventually got him. So I think he thinks that he's got another year and a half, two years in the job, and he gets to be prime minister a little way down the road. But he'll face a leadership review in the meantime, uh, presumably, so that'll get interesting. We don't need to resolve that today. I think the big question is whether this is like 2004 or whether it's like 1972 when Justin Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, almost lost his government, got a minority government, and then won a majority the next time around. So only time will tell on that. What about for Jagmeet Singh and the NDP? This has to be a disappointing result, given how much the party appeared to be surging in the final days of the campaign. They lose something like 20 seats, and they didn't get the share of the popular vote that people thought they might. You would never know, listening to Jagmeet Singh in an extraordinarily long speech last night, that uh, anything close to a loss or uh, had happened. He was very triumphal, not smugly triumphal, but he was. Uh, he used the occasion to list all the things that he would be demanding from the Liberals. If he had won that number of seats and the Liberals got a majority, I think it would be a different story. But people are feeling good about Jagmeet Singh after this campaign. Uh, certainly the New Democrats that I speak to are. And I think he believes he's in a strong position and in a position to to get stronger. So I would uh, he's going to get a lot of attention in the next uh, few months because Justin Trudeau uh, does have to deal with him. Yeah. Uh, the, the other option is Justin Trudeau has to deal with the bloc. Uh, and I, I think that's less of a comfortable fit. So I would expect uh, to see... I don't think anybody's ever going to call it a bromance between Jimmy Singh and Justin Trudeau, but they are going to have to get along better. But I think most people expect Jagmeet Singh will keep his job as a result of this, even though the resu- the outcome is disappointing. Yep, very much so. I yeah. think uh, I think he he earned that during the campaign, and there are some significant quarters within the NDP that that is still wondering whether they were right to eject Thomas Mulcair. Hmm. as quickly as they did. So I think Jagmeet Singh has kept his job, yes. What about Elizabeth May? At the start of this campaign, there were high hopes for the Green Party. There was a breakthrough yesterday. Uh, They won three seats instead of one. They picked up a seat in New Brunswick, which was historic, but they didn't make the gains that uh, it appeared at one time that they might. She seemed, Elizabeth May seemed last night, uh, while happy, and she is a happy warrior for sure, uh, and she she talked about the fact that the Greens are going to be 
pushing for, you know, the things that are important to them. She had said, I guess, during the debates, please, God, Trudeau, don't get a majority. But she's not wielding the um, the balance of power in this uh, parliament as she had hoped to. I wouldn't be surprised. She's very, very, um, I don't want to say bitter, because, um, but she, she's very sad about uh, the way the NDP fought the campaign. I've talked to her about that. I think I would not be surprised, and I have not got this from speaking to her. It's more reading between the lines. and the, the, uh, the, uh, I think she'd be happy to move on from the leadership, and I think... She's I hinted would, at that before. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, she didn't say it outright last night. I kind of expected her to, but she, she certainly... Um, is hinting that she's not not long for the uh, for the leadership that it may yeah. be time to move on. <clears throat> we should talk as well about Jody Wilson Raybould, who won Vancouver Granville. Uh, it was very close, but uh, there is going to be an independent member of parliament representing that riding, a former Liberal cabinet minister and justice minister. And look, there is a very real possibility that we could be talking about SNC-Lavalin again going forward. Independent MPs don't have much power, it's worth pointing out, and she's not going to hold the, the, as some people had suggested, might be the case uh, in, a, in a peculiar scenario or uh, that she might end up holding the one vote that, that carried the day in Parliament. That's not going to happen. But given that it's a minority Parliament, it's worth pointing out there... Uh, they're, the Liberals will not have a majority on committees going forward, so they'll have less control over the work of committees, including, for example, if the Justice Committee picks up the SNC-Lavalin story again. Yeah, I wonder if they will still be in the same position, though, and that Jody Wilson-Raybould has determinedly said she can't speak uh, unless her confidence is waived, and Trudeau doesn't need to be a majority PM to hold on to that power. Right. So... Um, I, I think it'll be fascinating to see where she um, where she gravitates in the house, not physically but uh, ideologically. She made an appearance, or maybe it's the other way around. She she and the Greens were getting along quite well during the campaign. Um, she and Elizabeth May. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jody Wilson Raybould hanging out with uh, with the Greens a bit. I I don't think. The liberals will take her back into the fold. Some people right. had speculated on that, but um, every MP is important now in this uh, in in uh, a minority parliament. So we'll have to keep our eye on her. Jane Philpott did not win, yeah, which was interesting. That duo has been broken up by the Canadian electorate, and, and it's interesting. Lisa Raitt uh, again was one of the leading voices in SNC Lavalin. Uh, I th- I thought she did like extremely well in that too and that prominence didn't help her so hmm. I, I i wondered last night whether the snc lavalin story was was one that hadn't punched through the ottawa bubble last night because we we didn't see it playing a factor hugely in the campaign and certainly people like lisa Raitt and the conservatives weren't rewarded overly for that that's a good point Well, a new chapter has begun, and uh, it will get very interesting to see how things play out with a minority liberal government. Susan, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay. That's Susan Delacourt, Ottawa Bureau Chief of the Toronto Star. We're going to make sure 
that the energy that we built over this campaign, the excitement that we built, and the focus that we put on people, on people's struggles, continues, and so that we can play a constructive and positive role in the new parliament that Canadians have chosen. Now, here's what political columnists and commentators are writing about the election results. In an editorial, the Globe and Mail welcomes Canada to the age of minority governments. The Globe writes, Rather a lot of the governing of Canada has been done by minority government. They are not necessarily a bad thing. Going back to the polls and sending a new slate of MPs to Ottawa is the last step, not the first. A minority can be as ambitious as a majority or even more so. The desire for re-election and the need to reach across the aisle for support can make governments tentative. It can also force them to be bold. In an editorial, the Toronto Star considers the new mandate for the Liberals. The Star writes, Justin Trudeau will have to learn some new political skills, negotiation, deal-making, and careful listening. There will be less room for error and less time for personal indulgence. The new government must move quickly on many fronts, in particular the emerging fissures in Canada's national unity coming from the West. The new government must avoid alienating a region that has never been more important to the future of the country. In the National Post, Andrew Coyne argues the Liberals didn't win the election, they just lost less than the Conservatives. Coyne writes, Never before have both major parties taken such a small share of the vote. The Liberals gave up roughly 30 seats, but not to the Tories, whose vote remained as steady or as inert as ever. Rather, it was to the benefit of the other parties on the left, the Greens, the resurgent NDP, and especially the Bloc Québécois. The story of this election is not of any surge in support for the Conservatives, but of the restlessness and rootlessness of voters on the left, whose partisan attachments would seem as permanent as a breeze. And that's CPAC Today in Politics for Tuesday, October the 22nd. Tune in to CPAC and CPAC.ca today for coverage of the aftermath of yesterday's election. Our podcast returns tomorrow morning. Have a great day.